Hey, this is Pastor Daniel. Welcome to my podcast. I hope this inspires you and helps build your faith, gives you a fresh perspective, and empowers you today. Enjoy the message. The title of my uh, teaching is Stand Your Ground. Stand Your Ground. And our key scripture will be taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, from verse... Um, verse 58 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58 and I read therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord I read that again therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now the scripture is basically telling us about a, 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 a spiritual posture um, that we need to have. Um, and emphasizes that we should be steadfast. The emphasis is on us being steadfast. The emphasis is on, and, and on us being, being unmovable right what does it mean to be steadfast the greek root carries the meaning of support and foundation right in other words you can only be steadfast with a foundation no foundation no steadfastness no foundation no stability right and so 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 and 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 this is very important for every christian this is very important for every child of god because this is uh this is this is this is this is um how we should basically live our lives this is our basically um our, our belief system um this should be the posture of it right this should be the posture of it now i'll read that same scripture on um, first Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 in the message translation and it says with all these going for us my dear dear friends stand your ground <laughs> stand your ground stand your ground and don't hold back Throw yourself into the work of the master, confident that nothing you do for him is a waste of time or effort. Stand your ground, right? Stand your ground, which means that you have to identify a ground that you want to stand on, and you have to stand on that ground. <clears throat> you have to identify a ground, and then you have to stand on it, right? Um, I believe there's a law in the United States called "Stand Your Ground," um, if I'm correct. Um, and I believe that um, this basically means that if someone comes into your territory, someone comes into your property, or someone comes into a place that they have they, that they, that they do not have uh, um, the, the authority to come into, um, someone um, comes into a place that you've not allowed them or that you've not authorized them or, um, to come into illegally, right? And, and that you have the ability to defend yourself right and um of course we've seen these been abused by some people um but basically it's telling you to protect what you have it's telling you to stand your ground once you once you um um know that this belongs to me and you know it's been it's coming under an attack from somebody right we have been told to stand our ground that has to be the mentality for every child of god that's to be the mentality of every christian <laughs> that we have to understand that there's things that belongs to us there are things that god has given unto us 
and we have to stand our ground. The Bible says that the devil comes to kill, it comes to steal, and it comes to destroy, right? And, and, and that really means a lot if you really think about it because most times we don't think this applies to us. But that scripture applies to everyone. The devil comes to kill. Well, you can't kill something if God has not given something life in your life, right? Beginning with your own life and other things, right? You um, can't, can't steal something that you don't have, right? You will find many times that we are under attack, right, from the devil. We are under attack from the devil. And we are wondering, but why? <laughs> I've never made it yet. Look at many of the things that we have been through in our lives and look at the struggles that we still have. Many of us, are, we are not even close to what God has called us to be, but we have been under so many attack and threats from the devil. Why? Because he understands that there's something big on the inside of us. So he doesn't wait until that thing happens, even though you have not recognized it yet, but sometimes he knows it before you do. And while you are wondering why all of these issues, why all of this trouble is because an enemy has recognized that there's something big on the inside of you. So it comes to kill, it comes to steal, and it comes to destroy. Right? It comes to kill, it comes to steal, and it comes to destroy. And look at the order. It comes to kill, it comes to steal, and it comes to destroy. If it can't kill it, it tries to what? To steal it. If it can't steal it, it tries to destroy it. Right? If it, it, it tries to kill it, that's usually the first thing it tries to do, to kill it. And then if it can't kill it, it tries to steal it, right? It tries to take it out of your possession, right? It tries to, it tries to make sure that it's not in your possession, right? Because if it's not in your possession, then you can't do anything, right? And, 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 and if you can't do that, then it tries to destroy it. It tries to make that thing be of no use to you. It tries to make that thing be of no use in your life. And that's why we have to stand our ground. It's not a choice anymore. There are many youths, many Christians, and many so many people who are going through a lot. And we can see the state of the world today. It's because many of us are not standing our ground. In fact, we, we have learned how to stand our ground when it comes to political issues, but we don't know how to stand our ground when it comes to spiritual issues. We're in a sensitive time all around the world now, and we see people standing up for their rights. They're standing up for what they believe in and it's time for us as Christians also to stand up for the things that we believe in. The Bible says that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places but the devil is trying to steal it from you. The devil is trying to deny you of those things. He's trying to deny you of those rights, of those benefits that God has freely given unto you. And it's time to stand up and say no and stand your ground. It's time to stand up and say no and stand your ground. And stand your ground. So this, so this just says, it says, stand your ground in the message translation. It said, don't hold back. <laughs> don't hold back. Don't, don't be scared. Don't hold back. Stand your ground. Amen. Now there are four pillars of steadfastness. There are four pillars of steadfastness. And the first pillar of steadfastness is knowledge. It's knowledge. The first pillar of steadfastness is knowledge. Why? Because before you can stand on something, you need to know about that thing. Right? Before you can stand on something, you need to know about that thing. And you need to know that it belongs to you. <laughs> right? So you need to know about what you are standing on 
because because your 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 faith in what you are standing on is based on the knowledge that you have of it. Nobody stands on something that they are ignorant of. When you walk into a place and you sit on a chair, for example, most times we don't we don't check out the chair. We don't see you know most time, most time when we get home. When we get into our bedrooms, we just lay on the bed. We don't check the bed to see, you know, if it's if it can hold our weight. Why? Because we have a knowledge about what that bed can handle. We have a knowledge about a prior knowledge about its ability to carry us. It, we have a prior knowledge about its ability um, to carry our weight. So, because of that prior knowledge, we throw ourselves on on the bed without any fear. When we walk into our living rooms, we don't constantly check to see if the couch can hold our weight why because there's a prior knowledge about the couch and that prior knowledge what brings but bet faith and belief in it right so 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 the first pillar of steadfastness the first pillar that's 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 required or necessary to be able to stand your ground it's knowledge it's knowledge we need to have a knowledge. We need to have know about what we are standing in and who we are standing in. And that person is Jesus and his word. And what he has said, his promises. Jesus, his word and his promises. We have to be able to stand in those things. If you don't understand it, it's, that's, it's very vital that you understand that you know Jesus very well. It's very vital that you know um, about his finished work. On the cross because if you're not aware of what he died for for you then you won't stand on it <laughs> you won't stand on it right and, and and if you don't know that it belongs to you that deliverance that jesus gave gave to you on the cross your healing on uh, your righteousness and all these other things i give to you if you don't know that it belongs to you when somebody comes to take it you're not gonna fight you're not gonna stand your ground nobody tries to fight for something that doesn't belong to them if you take your, if you take someone's phone on the street and somebody comes to you and says that's my phone, you don't fight because you know it, it doesn't belong to you. So when I see people not fighting, when I people see people not standing their ground when it comes to their health, when the doctor says that you have cancer and or you have these, and when things come for their marriages and for their relationship, when I see people not stand their ground, um, the first thing that the, 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 the first thing that comes to mind uh, 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 is that they don't know it belongs to them. Because there's nobody in their right mind who will not fight for something that not belongs to them. If you know this person, this life, this this partner you're dating belongs to you, and you know this is this is what God has this is what God has ordained for you, there is no way you would not fight for it. So if you're not fighting for it, that brings the question of: Do you really believe? Do you have a knowledge of what this is? Do you have a knowledge of what this relationship is? Do you have a knowledge of what this thing is? Does it belong to me? Because if you are ignorant of it, the devil will come take it. And when it comes for it, you are not going to stand your ground. So the first thing to remember is knowledge. The first pillar of steadfastness. The first pillar um, that is required and necessary to be able to stand our ground is knowledge. The second pillar is belief. It's belief, right? And this is very vital too. And the order is very important because you can't believe unless there's a prior knowledge, right? The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word. So faith comes by 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 knowledge, right? 
by, by, by contact with knowledge, with continuous knowledge. Right, so so once we, we know about something, then just like the, I explained earlier about the couch, once we have an idea about something, then uh, and we're able to believe that that, that that makes us that gives us the, 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 the ability to know if it's something we can believe in or not. Now, it's wanting to know Jesus died for your healing, it's wanting to know that He died for this and that, it's wanting to know what God has said about you, it's, want, it's wanting to know it. It's another thing to believe it. There are people who are not steadfast. There are people who are not standing their ground when it comes to their calling and their anointing and stuff like that. Even though God, they know God has called them, they know that there's this anointing upon their life. They know there's this purpose that God has, 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 has called out their life for. But they don't believe it. There are people who know that um, they, are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are beautiful and that God has made them wonderfully and that they are beautifully made. But they don't believe it. <laughs> there are people who are ignorant, and the people who know but who have a problem believing, and those are two different things entirely. And there are many people who are stuck at a place of believing. They know, but they don't believe. They know, but they don't believe. There is, you know, I've met so many people, and I tell them, "There's so much greatness in you." And they know it, and people have told them, and God has told them, but they just don't believe in it. Why? Because the devil makes something happen in their life, or, or creates a situation around them that makes them doubt themselves. So, 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 so they, they are not standing their ground based on what God has told them. He says to stand our ground is not just it's not just to to just be prayerful. No, no, no. It's to be able to hold the things that God has said about our life. It's to be able to hold the things that we believe about God. It's to be able to hold. To hold on firmly in the things that God has said about ourselves. And that's the greatest challenge of every Christian. That's the greatest challenge. Will you stand your ground when it comes to your identity? Or when storm comes, you're gonna, you are, you are gonna run. <laughs> Will you stand your ground when it comes to your purpose? Or, or, or when the storm comes, you're gonna run. You know, you know, when 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 you when things happen in your life, you know, maybe you, you get into relationships that don't work out. Will that make you doubt yourself, or will you still keep standing and believing what God has told you? So that's very vital. We have to believe, but we can't believe if we don't know. The third thing is confidence. The third pillar of steadfastness that is required. The third pillar. Uh, the, the, third, the third important thing that's required to be able to stand your ground is confidence. Nobody stands their ground if they are not confident. <laughs> you have to be confident. So when somebody comes to attack your home or tries to rob your property or comes on your property without your authorization, you know this is your house and you know that person, you, you know the house belongs to you and you know this person is not authorized, this knowledge. Not only do you know, you believe that this person, uh, uh, um, uh, that this house belongs to you, this property belongs to you, and you believe it does not belong to the other person, right? And now they have to be confident. <laughs> so, so, so your knowledge and your belief births confidence in you. Your knowledge and the belief births confidence in you. Births confidence in you. You are bold. You are bold. Because if you're not bold, if you're not confident about what you believe, then over time, what's going to happen is that um, the devil is going to recognize that in you 
can use that against you. So we have to believe, we have to know, we have to believe, and we have to be confident. And the fourth thing is endurance. 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 It's, 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 that, is, that is being able to, to stand firm um, through a long time. Being able to stand firm through a long time. That it is, you can stand your ground, but not stand your ground um, 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 long enough. Right, so I've seen I've seen situations when things happen and people are like, "Oh man, by stripes I am healed." The people in times when things happen, at first people are like, "No, I know God is able to do this. I know God is able to do that. That's fine. You stand the ground. Or no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty." And we quote all of the scriptures at first, and that's fine. Two days later, three days later, four days later. <laughs> And then our language, our conversation, our communication begins to change. So what happened was that we stood our ground at first, but we didn't endure. And why didn't we endure? We didn't endure because we didn't have confidence. And why didn't we have confidence? We didn't have confidence because we don't believe. And why don't we believe? We don't believe because we have either no, 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 no knowledge or we have wrong knowledge. Watch this. B knowledge, belief, confidence, and endurance. If you're struggling right now in standing your ground, you have to see if you're not standing your ground long enough, then you have an endurance problem. And if you have an endurance problem, then it has to mean you have a confidence problem. And, 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 and if you have a confidence problem, it means you have a belief problem. <laughs> and if you have a belief problem, then it means that you have a knowledge a knowledge issue. Either lack of knowledge or wrong knowledge. So lack of knowledge will but the same frustration in your life as wrong knowledge. Wrong knowledge will cause the same pain in your life as lack of knowledge. So people who have wrong knowledge don't do better than people who have no knowledge. The people who have wrong, wrong knowledge don't do better in life than people who have no knowledge. So we have to understand that it's not only is it important the things that, um, um, that that we learn things, but it's also important the things that we are that we are learning. It. Not only is it important that we learn things, that we take in things, knowledge into our life, but also the kind of knowledge. What kind of knowledge are we taking in? Because because there are two ways the devil tries to mess with your belief and your confidence and your endurance. Is to either deny you of knowledge or gives you wrong knowledge and wrong knowledge will lead to a wrong believing a wrong knowledge will produce in your life a wrong belief <laughs> and a wrong belief will produce in your life a faulty confidence a faulty confidence right and, and a faulty confidence we create in your life a shaky endurance a wrong knowledge will bet in your life wrong belief a wrong belief will bet in your life of faulty confidence and a faulty confidence will bet in your life a shaky endurance so let's just keep that in mind the four pillars the four things that we need to take or do an assessment of our lives on right now for everyone listening is to check 
endurance, to have an endurance issue, to have a confidence issue, to have a belief issue, to have a knowledge issue. And it's, it's good to start from, from the bottom. Endurance, confidence, and belief in the knowledge. When you're trying to grow in standing your ground, it's good to check all of those four. In fact, if you really look at these, even in our relationships or anything that we do, um, when we when we when we cut our, our relationship with people or with our or when we step out of things or when we let go of things, it's it's usually based on walk away from things, it's usually based on one of these four things, or most times all of these four things. Right? So 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 in order to stand your ground, these four things have to have to be in place in your life. You have to have knowledge that's gonna that's gonna produce a right believing in your life and now you're gonna have a confidence and now you're gonna have endurance now let's check out psalm 136 verse 1 psalm 136 verse 1 it says why is god steadfast and i'm reading it in king james because his love endures forever um uh, 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 so, so 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 the scripture is was talk, it's talking about it's talking about how God's love endures forever. In Psalm 136 verse 1, it says God's love endures forever. Why does God's love endure forever? Because God is steadfast. Once you are steadfast, to be steadfast is to be able to stand your ground. Once you are steadfast, steadfastness produces endurance. <laughs> steadfastness produces endurance. The reason why God is steadfast in his love towards us is because, yes, he's standing on his ground. He's maintaining his position. Why does God love you for, why does his love towards you and just forever? Because he's maintaining a position. He's standing on his ground. And what's that ground he's standing on? That regardless of what you do in your life, regardless of what takes place in your life, regardless of the wrongs that you do, regardless of your behavior, you are the head and not the tail. Regardless of what happens around your life or in your life, you are a child of glory. Regardless of whatever takes place in your life, um, um, you are the light of the world. Regardless of what happens in your life, you are you, a city that is set upon on the hill. You see, see, God does not change. He, 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 he's, he has, he's, he's standing his ground about the things which he has said about you from creation. And, and, and even though your behavior may change from time to time, the reason why his love never changes because he's standing, he's maintaining a position. He's standing on his ground about you. He's standing on his ground about you. Why is he standing on his ground about you? Because he has a knowledge of you that you don't know. Why? Because he believes in you more than you believe in yourself. Why? Because he has confidence in you more than you have confidence in yourself. And that's why his love endures forever. The reason why God loves endures, the reason why there's endurance is because he has a better knowledge of you. So even your love towards yourself might not endure because you don't have as much knowledge about yourself, as much belief and confidence in yourself like God does of you. Right? So you can only be steadfast for as long as you can endure. Right, you only stand your ground for as long as you can endure. Right. So 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 we see here based on Psalm 136 verse 1. We see here that God stays at the same position of love before he created you 
it loved you. It didn't create you and then say, let me find out and see if I can love you. So before he created you, it loved you. It stayed in that same position of love when it created you. It stays in that same position when you were born. <laughs> it doesn't move from that same position when you committed sin. It didn't move from that position when it's called when it's coded you. It remains in the same position when you came back to him, just like the prodigal son. See, the in the story of the prodigal son, the father was never the one moving; it was the child. It was the child that was moving. You see, the father is the one who is consistent in that whole story. The father never moved. It was the, it was the child that moved, right? So, and that's how God loves is is love endures forever. Why? Because yes, he's standing his ground. And I'm sure the devil goes to him sometimes and say, "Can you see what he did yesterday? Are you sure he's really a child of glory? Are you sure? Did you see what she did two days ago? Are you sure? Are you sure this is someone who's really gonna carry out your purpose? Can you see what he did the other day? Are you sure he is gonna be the president? Or can you see what she did the other day? Are you sure she's gonna be the pastor or the minister? And that's what the devil is always trying to do, and God is always standing his ground. So, so to stand our ground, it's not just to just—it's not just about our healing, our righteousness. It's also about our identity. It's also about our purpose. It's about everything that we believe in, everything that God has given unto us. We have to stand our ground in. And the reason why we are able to trust in God is because we know that when He stands His ground, He stands. There's endurance to it. The reason why we trust Him. It's because we know that where God was yesterday is where He is today. And where He is today is where He's going to be tomorrow. So we know the position God will always be in. The question is, what position will you be in tomorrow when tribulation comes? What position are you in right now during this current situation you're in that you were not in before the situation came? What were the things you were saying before things came, before things happened in your life? And what are you saying right now? What kind of association are you connecting yourself with now that you were not before things happened? What was the communication and the language in your profession before things happened? And what are the things, what was your profession right now? What is your confession right now? You see, because we know what God is still saying about you, but what are you saying about yourself right now? Because we know what God still believes about you, but what are you believing about yourself right now? What do you believe about yourself right now? God maintains the same position, but are you maintaining the same position? Are you standing your ground? Are you standing your ground? Or the moment something happens, you're going to run into hiding. Do you really believe that, 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 that there's greatness in you, even if nobody supports you? And there are times when God strips us, strips us of, of, of friends and, and the support of people. And even though we see that as a bad thing, but it's very intentional by God. Those likes that you don't get, those support about your vision, about the things you're doing, about the things that you're doing good. Sometimes God does that. Sometimes, not because he doesn't want people to support you, but to remind you of what's important. He's the important person. He's the only support that you need. But do you believe that about yourself when nobody likes what you do? When nobody likes what you post? When nobody is calling to tell you, oh man, you did really good. Will you still stand your ground that there's greatness in you? Will you still stand your ground? 
regardless of what kind of family you have come from. You look at your mom, you look at your dad, and you didn't you don't see you don't see anything to be proud of. But regardless of that, do you believe that you are still unique? Do you believe that there's something about you? Regardless of what's going on around you, do you believe that there's greatness? on the inside of you and will you stand your ground on that belief until that which is within you begin to manifest on the outside of you are you going to let what's going on on the outside of you manipulate and 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 and, and, and frustrate you and get you to be out of position stand your ground stand your ground on what you believe stand your ground concerning your anointing david was anointed but it was not put in a palace. But he had to stand on that, on that anointing. He had to believe it. And believing it made him prepare himself for the palace. If you don't believe in what God has called you to be, then you would not prepare yourself. The people who prepare themselves are the people who have already who have a knowledge that they have a calling, they have, that they have an assignment, and they believe it. And even though they are not there yet, they keep walking towards it. What are you doing right now that's an evidence? of the knowledge what are you doing right now that's an evidence of the belief what are you doing right now that shows that you have confidence in yourself in what god has called you to be and how long will you endure how long will you stand how long will you stand because for your information ladies and gentlemen if you are not ready to stand long the devil is ready to stand long and it will stand and try to steal that thing or kill it or destroy it is waiting all the time for you to put your guards down and the moment he sees an opening is gonna come for you and if the devil is on watch 24 7 trying to get access to the things that God has given unto you then we have no choice amen we have no choice we have no choice in Hebrews chapter chapter 13 verse 8 Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same. So we can rely on him because we know that whatever he did before, he can do it again. We can trust him because we know that our unfaithfulness will not change how faithful he is. Right? So, 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 in that very first scripture that we read, um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58 in the King James that we read, Paul is saying here that let nothing move you. Stand firm. All the position. Stand firm. All the position. God is not the one moving. He's steadfast because everything about him is enduring. His love is enduring. His word is enduring. Right? So so, so, so he said, I will send forth a word. Right? And it shall not come back unto me for it until it accomplishes that which he purposed it to do. He said it will not come back to him void until it accomplish. So, so the word of God itself is enduring. Whatever God has said about your life, God is standing behind it. Stand firm behind it until that word shows up in your life. But you have to stand firm in your belief of that word. Of that word. Now in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13, it says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. Wow. Put on the full armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13. Put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. So the whole point of us putting on this whole armor in Ephesians chapter 6, 
you know, put on your armor, um, the one of, of, of salvation, um, the, one, the, one, the one of faith, right? All of this stuff that we've been asked to put on is so that we can stand our ground. It's so that we can stand our ground. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and power in high places, right? So, so the whole point of our faith, the whole point of the, of the words that we know, the whole point of our salvation is so that we can stand our ground. So put on the full armor of God, the full armor of God, so that you may be able to stand your ground when the day of evil comes. It, it didn't say if the day of evil comes, when it comes. So there's always, a, it's not a matter, it's not a choice. There are going to be bad days, there are going to be difficult times in our lives. There are going to be challenging days and weeks, sometimes weeks, sometimes months, sometimes years. <laughs> but we have to put on this stuff so that we can stand our ground. Because as long as you are maintaining that position, as long as you are standing your ground, as long as you are maintaining your position, then the devil cannot win. The devil cannot win. He cannot have access into your life. Don't let your, your, your guards down. We have to stand firm in the word of God. And this is a very general message. Because I don't know what you're struggling with right now. Maybe it's your identity. Maybe it's your purpose. Maybe it's your calling. Maybe God has said things about yourself, about your life that, 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 that is not showing up yet. Whatever it is, maybe your insecurities and, and, and God has told you you're beautiful, but you're still struggling with it. See, you have to stand firm in that which God has said over that which people are saying about you. That which people are saying about you is it is it's it's that thing that's trying to kill what God has said about you. That thing that people are saying about you is that thing that's trying to destroy what God has said about you. That thing that people are saying about you is what is trying to to steal what God has said about you. But you have to maintain and stand your ground on what God has said. But you can't stand your ground if you have no knowledge of what God has said about you. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. You are the head and not the tail. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This is good stuff. Stand your ground so that when the evil day comes, stand your ground so that when the evil day comes, you'll be able to, you'll be able to stand. You'll be able to stand. Right? So what should we stand in? Now, I've been telling you, stand in the word of God, right? But let's check out 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 in the King James. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 in the King James Version. It says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. I read again. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. So it's saying here, I declare unto you the gospel which was preached, which is preached, and which you have received and which you stand so you have to hear and then you have to receive before you can stand see the gospel was preached so someone so some, someone says something so they had it and then they received it and they are standing on it you have to hear you have to receive before you can stand you have to hear you have to receive before you can stand so if you're not standing, then it means that you have not received. And if you have not received, then it means that either you, you, you've not heard. Right? And this can and this go both ways. Because you can if you hear the wrong thing, you receive the wrong thing. And if you receive the wrong thing, you stand on the wrong thing. And if you stand on the wrong thing, <laughs> well, you're going to crash. You're going to fall. 
So, so, it's not, so it's not like people are not standing on stuff most times. When people fall, I mean, most times we hear about people, somebody fell down from something, right? Somebody fell down from a ladder. Somebody fell down from a building. Somebody fell down from something. They were standing. They were just standing on the wrong thing. They were standing on something that they thought was going to be able to hold them. But that thing did not. Right? They were standing on something they thought was going to be able to hold them, but that thing did not. So, 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 we have to understand that the people who are not standing in the word of God are indirectly by default standing in something else. The people who are not standing in the word of God indirectly are standing in something else, on something else. So you have to hear it, you have to receive it before you can stand on it. What you stand on is a pointer to what you believe and what you have received. So to receive it means that you believe it because you don't receive what you don't believe. Right? So, 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 what you stand on is the pointer to what you believe and what you've received. What you're standing on is a pointer to what you believe and what you've received. If you are not standing right, it has to mean that you are not believing right. Right? So, if you see someone who um, stands on something and you can tell that they are not at rest, <laughs> you can tell you you can know right away based on how they are standing that they don't believe that that thing can hold them so so i don't need to know what you believe all i need to just see is your posture your posture will tell me a lot about what you believe and your posture will tell me a lot about what you know i don't need to know what you have read all I just need to look at is the actions in your life and your confessions. When things happen, what, what, what's your perspective? Those are the things I need to do because those things will tell me a lot about what you believe and what you've received. So if you're not standing right, it has to mean you're not believing right. There has to be a receiving. There has to be a receiving, then believing before there can be a standing. If I want to know what you believe in, I only need to find out what you're standing on. And that's the truth. If I really want to know what you believe in, I only just I only need to just just have a conversation with you and see what are you standing on. When when, when trouble comes and storm comes, I just need to know what you're standing on. The three Hebrew Hebrew, Hebrew boys in in, in uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in uh, um, in the book of Daniel. Well, what we see about those guys is that the king told them that if you don't bow down and, and worship me, I'm going to throw you into, into, in, in, into the burning furnace, right? And they said, we are not going to do it. They said, we are, we are not careful. We are not careful in this matter. We are not careful of what we say in this matter. We are not careful. It says, it says our God is able, our God is able to deliver us from your ends. And even if it does not, we still will not bow down. You see, you see their confession as a pointer points us to what they believe in their confession is that they were standing their ground that's what it means to stand your ground that's what it means to stand your ground they were standing their ground they said listen we are not going to do what you ask us to do regardless because we know we have a god who is able to save us and even if he does not it's that nothing nothing changes here man that is what it means to stand your ground 
that's what it means to stand your ground. When the devil comes for your finances, comes for your family, comes for your mom's health or your parents' health, comes for 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 for, for uh, um, the youth in your church, comes for tries tries to play people, tries to destroy people, and we have to stand our ground and say, listen, we know that we can see that you're trying to do something here, devil, but we but we are not scared here. We're standing on our ground. This is what God has said about this situation, and we are going to stand on it. We are not going to let what we see. Uh, um, uh, um, we're not going to let what we see um, um, change what we believe. In fact, because we because we because we so much believe in God's word, to the point that what we believe is powerful enough to change what we see. We will not let what we see change what we believe, but we're going to let we're going to we're going to stand firm until what we believe becomes what we see. Hallelujah, man! Don't let what you see change what you believe. Let what you believe change what you see. And there are people who don't stand firm, who don't stand firm, who don't hold their ground long enough. And that's the problem. You don't hold your ground long enough until what God has said, until what you believe becomes what you see. The devil is always going to threaten you with pictures, with narratives. <laughs> the devil is always going to threaten you um, with with. With 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 things that happen all around, but will you stand your ground? The doctor's report is going to be put into into your hands and say you have cancer, you have diabetes, you you have you have um um sickle cell, whatever it is. But will you believe until what you believe becomes what you see? Amen, somebody. So if I want to know what you stand on, I only need to know what you say. I only need to hear what you're saying. Because what you are saying will be an evidence of what you believe in your heart. If I really want to know what you what you believe, I just need to see what you're standing on. Not just what you're standing on, but how you're standing on it also. <laughs> because what you are standing on shows us that you have some kind of belief. Some kind of belief in that thing. But how you're standing it tells us if you have a full belief or confidence in that thing or not. Because sometimes we have partial confidence. <laughs> Sometimes we have a partial belief in something, so we we stand in it, right? But we just don't know what's gonna happen, right? We even that happens in relationship where we go into relationship and like, oh, let's see, I'm not really sure this is it, but hey, right? And whenever, anytime there's a partial belief or partial confidence about anything that you step into, there's a big chance, there's a high chance that then it's not gonna work. There's a high chance that then it's not gonna work. If you're getting married and you are you are not sure if this is a person and you have doubt in your heart. There's a high chance it's not gonna work. There's a high chance it's not gonna work. So, so we have to go in with a full confidence, with a full assurance. We have to go in. We have to step into, stand our ground with full, not partial. Because once we step in with partial confidence, now, 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 we've we've lived the many half of our heart for the devil to fill with fear. But once your heart is full with faith, full of faith, then the devil has no place to to put some fear into. So, so we cannot have partial faith in this season. It has to be full faith. It has to be full faith. A partial faith with a partial fear will lead to stillbirth in your life. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to change. It has to be full faith. And if there's full faith, that's going to be evidence in how you stand. That's going to be evidence in how you stand. So it's not only important what you stand on, but also how you're standing on it. How you're standing on it. Hey man, somebody. How you're standing on it tells us a lot. 
tells us if you have full belief or you have a partial belief in that thing. And they ask the question, do you really believe? I don't know what you're going to write now. Do you really believe that Jesus got you? Because, because again, you don't have to tell me yes or no. That's going to be evidence in the decisions you're going to make. Do you really believe that this person is meant for you? Do you really believe that God got you when it comes to um, your search for a life partner? Do you really believe it? Because if you don't, it's gonna, you're going to do things that are going to show not just you, but some other people around you that you don't believe it. Or maybe you have a partial belief. Oh God, I know you have said this. I know it sounds right, but I, don't, I really don't know. You know, I mean... I mean, this is the real world. I don't, I don't know if that's still going to work. That's in the time of Moses. And that's in the time of Joshua. You know, um, that's the time of, you know, Rebecca and Esther and Deborah. You know, I don't know if it's going to work in this time. Well, that's a partial belief. <laughs> that's a partial belief. And partial belief and faith would not produce anything. It's, 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 it's dangerous. Because when you, when you live in a partial belief and partial faith, um, you think that you, you, you think that you think that you, you might think that you're operating in full faith, uh, and you might think that that might get you half blessing, but it doesn't work that way. It's it's hundred percent faith and hundred percent blessing. Our faith does not give you half blessing. Our faith does not produce half 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 of anything in your life. That's not how it works. It's not it's not a two percent faith, two percent blessing. That's not how it works. That's not how it works in the kingdom. It's 100% faith and then you get all of the things that God has destined for you. So I want to encourage somebody to, today. I want, I, want, I, want, I want your heart to be fired up and your belief system to be fired up. There is no, there's, there's no time again for half believing. There is no time again for that. It's time for us as children of God to begin in full confidence, begin to believe and have faith in everything that God has said about our lives. And if there are people who are making you not believe enough, change your circle. Change the people around you. Get people around you who are going to be able to see what God has put in you and we're going to be, we're going to be able to remind you of those things. Those are the people you need around you. And, 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 and you have to be willing also to accept it when they say it. Because it's one thing for them to say it. It's another thing. For you to believe it. Not people who are gonna flatter you with nice hope, people who truly believe it, who truly believe in their heart. That there's greatness in you. That there's greatness in you. Now let's check out um Hebrews chapter 3 from verse 14. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14 in the King James Version. It says, For we are made partakers of Christ. If we owe the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. Wow. Wow, we are made partakers of Christ. Wow, we are meant we are made to partake of Christ. We are made to partake of Christ in all or in all that he all that he is and all that he has. We are made to partake of Christ, all that he is and all that he has. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end, the only the only way we are able to be partaker of the things that of who Christ is. And all the things that he asked for us and all the benefits that we can get from being in Christ, the only way said he says is if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. The only way is to hold to the end what we started in the beginning. <laughs> the only way is to hold to the end what we started in the beginning. So let's just keep that in mind. 
<laughs> it's not it's not the people who started it in the beginning no 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 the bible says because remember i've talked about endurance how long you're able to stand on something really matters how long you're able to stand on something really matters remember we're talking about endurance and it says being able to hold our confidence so it's important that we have confidence but not not a short confidence no, 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 not a short burst of confidence or faith, but one, 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 one that has endurance until, until the end. What does it mean by the end? That means that when I believe something, until that thing becomes a, man, a reality in my life, then the end has not come of my believing. What does it mean to the end? It means that if I believe that by his stripes I am healed, until that word becomes, until that word manifest in my life until i am healed physically then there is no end and my faith and my belief in what i'm declaring should not come to an end the end means until that which god has said about you that which god has promised becomes a manifestation so in every situation it's it that's that's the approach to it i'm believing god for a house and I'm I'm gonna keep believing God for hours. And and and, 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 and the scripture that says every, every place that the soul of your feet shall step on, say so it belongs to you. So so I make that declaration, and I keep believing it, and I keep believing it, and I keep believing it. But there's no end until I receive it. So if you don't, if you're not holding it to the very end, then you can make partakers. And this happens with everything, with our righteousness, with our healing, with salvation. Because if you are saved today. And you don't hold and maintain that salvation to the end, then it doesn't matter. There's not there's nothing like I was saved. <laughs> it has to be, it has to be to the very end. It has to be to the very end. It has to be to the very end. Now, in that, that same scripture, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14, I'm gonna read it in the NIV and in the NLT. I read it in the King James. In the NIV and in the NLT. It says, We have come to share in Christ. If indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. Wow. We have come to share in Christ. So we share in Christ. We share in Christ if we indeed hold our original conviction to the very end. What does what does it mean to believe? Believe is a conviction in our heart. It's a conviction in our heart. So we know what God has said. We know what God can do. We know what God has said about our lives. We know his promises about our life and we believe it. But and it's not a partial belief because it's a partial belief if you're not believing it until the very end. David was anointed to be a king, but if he didn't if he doesn't if he didn't believe that until he became a king, then he didn't believe to the very end. Until that thing becomes a reality in your life, then you then the end has not come to that fate. Then the end has not come to that fate. Until that thing becomes a reality in your life, then the end has not come to that faith, to your belief for that thing. The end has not come. So once I get it, then now I move. I, I believe for something else. The end has come to that. I believe for something else. And that's how it works. And that's how it works. There's, there, there's a, there are things that an end comes to, and there's some things that the end is it's eternal. For example, when it comes to your, your healing, an end never comes to that because your health is always under a threat. When it comes to your righteousness, there's no end to that. When it comes to your salvation, there's no end to that until Jesus shows up, <laughs> right? But when it comes to believing for a car, for a job, an end can come to that, right? An end can come to those things. So when it comes to spiritual stuff, an end does not come to that. But when it comes to the physical stuff, an end can come to it. So I want God, I want to get this job. 
and you believe and you believe for it and then an end comes to that amen so it says if we hold our original conviction family was your original conviction was once something happens there was something that you believe before something happens oh man it does not matter what's going on right now um in the world um with, with, with you know um i believe that uh, i'm under god's protection uh, i believe that by stripes i'm healed and then they told you boom you have um for example they tell you they tell you you have fi- or fiber as a lady right or i believe that uh, oh um by stripes i'm healed i'm covered nothing can happen to me boom until they tell you um your mom has a cancer <laughs> Oh, I believe that. Oh no! If, oh, once, once, um, once you seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness, every other thing shall be added unto you. Boom! Until you've lost a job or you can't get a job for two, three years. But you had the original conviction. The original conviction. You had the conviction that you started with before the situation showed up. You had the conviction that you started with when the situation showed up. But do you still have it now? Do you still have it? In the storm and during the storm do you stay avid during the storm because it's easy for everyone to stand your ground when there's no issue but will you stand your ground when there's an issue now we see the riots going on all around the world today and there are people even with the police in their face with the guns they're just standing you say will you stand your ground when there's a threat will you stand your ground in in chaos in fire, we used to stand your ground. We used to stand your ground because when you stand your ground, that you 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 give you 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 give God a chance to step in. You give God a chance to step in. You have to stand your ground, and you're probably asking, "How for how long should I stand my ground?" Well, you gotta stand it until the end comes, which is until that thing falls into your life, until that thing falls into your hands, until that thing falls into your life, until that thing falls into your hands. You just have to stand grand. You have to stand firm. You have to stand firm. Now let's check out um 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 James chapter one verse six in the King James. James chapter one verse six to eight in the King James. Um James chapter one verse six to eight in the King James. And I'm also gonna read um let's just read down the King James. It says, but let him. It says I'll read from verse seven. It says. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Really? There's a man that cannot that can receive anything from the Lord. What kind of man? In verse 8, it says, A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. In verse 7, James chapter 1, verse 7, for let not that man think he shall receive anything, not something. <laughs> not something it says let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord what man so it's possible for somebody not to be able to receive something from the Lord what kind, what kind of person is that a double minded man is unstable in all of his ways a, a double minded man cannot receive anything from the Lord why look at verse 6 it says it says it says it says for 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 uh, it says it says a double minded man for you waver it, for you waver it like a wave of sea driven by the wind and tossed. So it's saying, it's saying that 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 kind of man, when when the wind comes, right, right, and, and the waves come, that, that that kind of man is it's been tossed around, right. So basically, it's saying that the things that happen around him push him around. 
So the man says, I believe by stripes I'm healed. I believe this, I'm the other and the tail. I believe I'm the light of the world. He believes that and something happens in the situation, the waves, right? Just like just like Peter, right? The the water, the waves are the things around us, right? Are the things around us because life is a journey. We 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 we, we are we are we are on a ship. We are going somewhere, we have a destination, and, and, and on our way they're gonna be waves and they're gonna be stumped. Saying a double-minded man um uh, he waves he, 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 he waves like 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 a wave <laughs> it waver like a wave right um because it's driven by the wind it's, it's driven by the wind and it's tossed around so he believes this today and then something happens on the outside and that pushes him so it it's it, it, belief and his faith goes in the direction and and basically it's not determined by it's the conviction of his heart about the word of god but basically about what's new what's new i don't live in what's new <laughs> i don't live in that and that's why my my response to every situation is very consistent because there's something that's already taking place before anything new has taken place that is something the bible says that that before we made us understand that before before there's any before there's any manifest before there's a manifestation of anything in the physical there are things that's happened in the spiritual so when things happen in the physical i'm not moved by it because i'm i'm aware i have a revelation of knowledge about what has taken place in the spiritual right look at what psalm 119 verse verse 112 to 113 says in the niv Psalm 119, verse 112 to 113 in the NIV. It says, My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the end. That's David speaking. My heart is set. That is, that is I'm, I'm maintaining a position. I'm standing on my ground. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. That is, I'm keeping your word to the very end. This is David speaking. It's not, I'm not keeping it at the beginning. I'm not keeping it at the middle. No, 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 no. I'm keeping it to the very end. Look at what it says in verse 113. It says, I hate double-minded people. <laughs> I hate double-minded people. I hate, I despise double-minded people. I despise double-minded people. So let's just keep that in mind. That in this season that we're in, we need to stand our ground. We need to stand our ground. For ourselves, for our families, there are times when they can't stand. We have to. We have to. Sometimes we just have to hold, hold ends together as a family, as people, as a body, for other people. And help them and hold their hands and stand our ground, right? And stand, and, and stand for them. So, so, so we can't, we, we, we can't, we can't, we can't just run into hiding anymore. Because even in your hiding, we have seen many people who have committed suicide in the hiding we see many lives destroyed there's not time to hide anymore it's time to come out of the hiding and step and stand firm and get other people who believe like you to stand firm onto that thing which you are standing and you're believing for becomes a reality in your life onto that thing which you have been praying for manifest in your life until that thing which you believe in your heart um, falls into your hands and i decree that today for everyone listening right now whatever your struggles are whatever your doubts are I pray today that your mind will be at peace in the name of Jesus. I pray today and I rebuke every spirit that makes one to be double-minded. I cast that right now in the name of Jesus. 
And I pray that as you stand your ground, as you stand firm and hold the position in that which God has said already, in that which God has said about your life, that you begin to see the manifestations of those things in your life. And those things, you begin to see them become a reality in your lives. In the name of Jesus.